Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, good morning. The song simply says, Your goodness is running after me. It's running after me. You want us to be good. You want us to have good. You want us to have everything that we need. You wish that none should perish. And that I am grateful for. Very grateful. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to the ladies out there and the men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am Elder Cheryl Wagner here on Heavenly Host International Radio. Amen. Here on I'm My Sister's Keeper. But I got some good news. See, the goodness of God. I have some good news. God is telling me to build his kingdom, to get his, uh, 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 make people's kingdom bow, help people to know that who he is, that he's the king of kings, the Lord of lords. And so I'm going to do something a little different this year. Uh, hallelujah. First of all, I'm going to start closing my old page down on Facebook. And I'm going over to the page that hasn't been used in about for maybe three or four years. It's called God's Fire, and I'm hoping that my listeners and my followers and my viewers, because I'll be going live, will follow me to God's page. At the end of this month will be the last day for my regular Facebook page. Amen. It's called Elder, the name up there is Elder Cheryl Wagner. Amen. But I'm going to be on God's page. I'm also closing down my YouTube page. That hasn't been used and build that up. See, building up, building up, that's the word for this year for me. Building up. Hmm? That's going to be the new word for me. Building up. And that means building up God's kingdom for his people. Amen. I am looking for an ink pen. Amen. Building up. Amen. So, in order to build up, amen. The family has to be built up. Amen? God's family, the Christian family, and any other family has to be built up in order to get to the kingdom. In order to build the kingdom, I have to start at home, building my family up, building my faith up. Amen? Building my hope up. Building my wisdom up. Come on. Building my understanding of, of Christ and, and, and his knowledge. Amen. Building my forgiveness up. It's going to take some building. Huh? And it's going to take a village. Oh, come on now. To build all this up, God's kingdom. <laughs> That's why I'm asking for your help out there. As we speak this morning, help me to build up God's kingdom. And like I said, we got to start with self and at home. We got to get our own house in order. So that's why we're going to be talking about God honoring families. In order to build it up, he honored families. He loved families. Amen. Amen. If you'd like, you would call in 216-00-216-2673. Two, I am sorry. 0009. And we're located here in East Cleveland, uh, Ohio. Amen. Four four one one two one seven three two five Euclid Avenue. Amen. Fourth floor, room forty one eighty two. I am here now. Uh, I know I'm here at eight, but the show will be starting at eleven. 
from 11 to 12 every Saturday, every Saturday. I'm just here early this morning to get so I can get some things done this afternoon. Quite a bit has been happening in here in Cleveland, and I know it's happening everywhere else, but there's a lot going on, about four or five funerals almost at one time, amen. And so it's time to build this kingdom. And in order to do that, we got to come outside the building, come outside ourselves, amen, and build his kingdom up. Hit the streets. Huh? Say hit the bricks. Hit the highways and the byways. So on Sundays, we go to church. We come to the building, we fellowship. On Wednesdays, Bible class. <clears throat> we also is coming back into the building for our ministry. Because of the pandemic, a lot of things stopped. But now it's time for us to come back in the building. So on Mondays, we will have Bible-based recovery, amen, here at 6. And then at 7, the women's group, women's destined for greatness. Come on. And that's at 7. On Tuesdays, there's nothing, nothing here. On Wednesdays, Wednesday night Bible study at 6.30. And on the last Wednesday of each month, it's going to be a spiritual gift, gift class. On Thursdays, we have an AA meeting. We're going to find out how that's going to go, and, and we'll get back with you. Friday, there's nothing, but I'm pretty sure, because this is Beautiful Game Ministries. Amen. On Saturdays, uh, we have a, uh, I'm hearing a couple more uh, um, broadcasts under the influence at 9. I'll be here at 11, and then the women's walking in victory will be here at 12. And also, we have men group here at 10, iron sharpened iron. So there's some things going on. In order to build up the kingdom, you got to build up what you already got. You can add to it, so to speak, but it's the same, just reassembling, as Apostle said. Everything has been reassembled. So we're bringing it back to the building, amen, just to let you know. A few things that was going on. So again, I'll be doing God's Fire at the end of this month. Amen. Also have a page if you would like to go and join the page. God's Fire. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's going to be awesome. Let's build up this kingdom. So we're going to get into the lesson. We're going to get into the word. And we're going to get into the prayer. And we're going to honor God. Huh? We're going to respect him and and love him because he's the only thing keeping me together he's the only thing holding this whole world up mm, amen so let's honor him this morning with praise and songs let's worship him in spirit and in truth let's give him all the glory hallelujah let's ask for forgiveness let's submit ourselves to God first rather than man mm. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, for that. Your goodness mm, is running after me. Goodness of God. Mm, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So we'll be coming out of Ephesians 5, 21 to 33. And then Ephesians 6, 4 through... I got my Bible sitting on there. 1 through 4, where it's going to talk about the wife submitting herself to the husband. Wait a minute, where's going to be talking about submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God? In the fear of God. 
this is this coming from God. And the wife submit yourself unto your own husband as, un, as unto the Lord. And then we're going to also talk about in 6, 1 through 4, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right, the right thing to do. But they go on to say some other things in the other scriptures that people never speak on. So I thank God for this lesson. God, honor, and family. He loved families. A family that prays together, they stay together. It's a true statement. You know, some people venture up on their own, you know, even though it's a true statement. But for the most part, people that pray together, stay together. And so I do, I'm doing a lot of that in my family as we speak. Uh, amen. Uh, with the two girls that I, I have in my life, amen, that seven and eight, when we get up in the morning, I'm so sorry, excuse me, after getting the clothes and stuff on, we open up the Bible and we read a scripture. And we're on Genesis right now, each one of us. Well, one of the girls open up with prayer, amen. And we do a scriptures and we're starting in Genesis. And they're very interested in what's going on. Why did the people, why did Eve even eat the apple? Uh, when God told her not to. So we do a script and we uh, do what we're doing. That's a start. That's why I said get your own house in order. If you can come out here and preach the word, spread the news, spread the gospel, don't forget your own house. <laughs> That's where it starts at. And see, I forgot. I've been in church almost 13 years and never done what I'm doing now with these two girls. Sometimes you wonder why things go so bad in your life. And you're doing all this good stuff for Christ. But don't forget your own home. Uh, start there. Amen. Again, Ephesians 5, 21 down to 33. Amen. We'll sit this Bible up here. Thank you for it. Oh, I don't knock something down, Jesus. I think it's one of the speakers. Hallelujah. Submitting, we have Ephesians 5 and 21. Amen. So if you have your Bible or your tablet or your phone, come. Follow me as I follow Christ this morning. Amen. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. In the fear of God. I mean, love one another as I have loved you. Submit yourself to one another. Help one another. Love one another. Do something for one another. Talk to one another. Listen to one another. Amen. Visit one another. Wives, submit yourself unto your own husband. <coughs> he ain't saying nobody else's husband, nobody's boyfriend, nobody's son. So a lot of these teachers is, is uh, oh God, my, a lot of these teachers out here is uh, men and women, but talking about submitting yourself, wives, to your own husband. It's messing with some of these students. It says, as unto the Lord. Submit yourself to the Lord first. Stay with your first love. Things supposed to happen in your marriage. Stay with your first love. Amen. As should he. For the husband is the head of the wife. Even as Christ is the head of the church. See that got this mixed up for the husband is the head of the wife. I'm so glad that I am doing this lesson this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. I'm, I can't wait to explain what it says in the Bible. See they stop right there. Every time they speak on the scripture. They stop at a certain thing, but don't, you got to read the whole thing. And you got to read it for yourself. And that's for understanding and wisdom for yourself. So again, for the husbands is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, 
and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so that the wives be to their own husbands in everything. In everything. Your own husband. Mm, be careful about the lust of the eye and your thoughts. Your own husband. Husband, okay, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Mm, same thing go for the husband. That he might sanctify and cleanse, cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. By the word. He said, nothing about no soap, washing powder, detergent, none of that. He said, by the word. Wash it by the word. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot, nor wrinkles, or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. I'm looking at my Facebook page, I mean my phone, and uh, the guy was talking about how these pastors started coming out when they called them out get ready to preach. They coming out on street music. Huh? Street music. I shared it on my page if you get a chance. Go to my page. I know I'm worldwide. This is worldwide right here. So if you got Facebook and you understand anything that I'm saying this morning, check out my page, Elder Cheryl Wagner. Amen. They coming out on street music. And then go into the world. That, that's scary. That is scary. One young lady said she decided to go to church rather than um rather than go out for New Year's Eve. And she went to church. She said she couldn't believe her eyes. They was in there. She said I might as well went to the club. Cause they in there bumping and grinding. I'm trying to tell somebody. We talking about thousands of people. <laughs> oh we hallelujah. That's why people don't want to come to church because of one person or one church. God said he wants church without a spot or a blemish. Wow. So all men to love their wives as their own bodies. You got a lot of men be in the mirror, laying themselves out, their hair and all that. You know, they love themselves. But you got to love your wife as much. Or no, no, the same. As, you, as Christ loves you. He that loves his wife, loves himself. If you love yourself, love your wife. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, <laughs> but nourishing, nourishing and cherishing it, nourishing and cherishing, even as the Lord, the church, as God loved the church. He loves the church. He nourishes it. He, he, he hugs it. He embraces it. Mm. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Amen. <coughs> members, come on. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. Both of them, they said two, T-W-O. And they too shall be one flesh. Hmm. Wow. When you get married, you become one. Not your mother, not your father, not your sister, not your brother, but one. I hear people say, when I married, when I married him, I married into his family. Y'all getting stuff twisted. You married into him. Forsaking all others. Mm -hmm. 
This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Okay? I speak concerning Christ and the church. But nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself. And the wife see that she reverence her husband. And so we're going to jump over to 6 and start from 1 through 4. Children, come on y'all, here we go. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Amen. Wow. For this is the right thing to do is to obey your parents in the Lord. You got to listen to the words. You got to hear the words. Obey your parents, he said, in the Lord. So if your parents live right, you should be living right too. They should be teaching you the word of God. That's the right thing to do. Honor thy father and mother, which is that, which is the first commandment with promises. Now this is where most people stop at, at two. Honor thy father and mother. They'll throw that, they'll, they'll quit to throw that in your face. That it may be well with thee. And thou mayest be live long on the earth. Now here's what that number four. Listen to number four. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and um, ammunition of the Lord. Ammunition of the Lord. Let me teach them God's way. Don't beat them, beating on them, dogging them, calling them stupid and done. You'll never be nothing. That's not the way of the God. That's not the way of the Lord. That's your way. That's what I say, do not provoke the God. Somebody just killed their dad. Because they did say a 13-year-old boy just killed his father on the bus because his father took something away. For the most part, I, I don't open it. But I imagine sometime I might need to read what's happening so I can so I can better tell you, do not provoke the child. I don't know what happened on the bus, but he killed his father on the bus. Amen. <laughs> wow. Amen. So God on the family. I love this part. And we're talking about building up the, you got to build up your family in order to build up God's kingdom. Build them up with faith. Build them up with hope. Build them up with wisdom. Build them up with understanding, amen. And build them up for, in forgiving. You know, build them up in order to build up God's kingdom. He honors family. And again, that's Ephesians 5, 21 to 33. And then Ephesians 6, 1 through 4. Wow. That's, I mean, this is this is some deep stuff. This is a good lesson. Some good teaching. Some good scriptures are in here also. But the golden text, submit yourself one to another. That's the big one in the fear of God. Ephesians 5 and 21. That's the big one. Uh, stick with that one for a while. Submit yourselves one to another in the fear of God. It says at the beginning of Ephesians 5, the Apostle Paul told the Ephesians believers that they were to be imitators of God. Part of that imitation was to walk in love. <laughs> I ain't seen that in so long in families. I mean, it's still some out there, believe me. But I haven't seen this, nobody walking in love in a long time in these families. Much as God honored these families, they're not walking in love. God is sad, and I know he is, like, I know, but he's God. He still loves you. They should also walk as children of light, mm. exposing the work of darkness that prevailed in this world or in this family, in these families. So much darkness in these families, Lord. I know you already know that. 
But I know it's our job as Christian leaders or as followers of Christ, servants of light, uh, uh, children of light, to, uh, to help and, and, and to talk to these people and to show these people the way. You are the way. It says exposing the works of darkness that fell in this world. It's dark. Even during the day, it's dark. Wow. In order to walk in these ways, we must be filled with God's Spirit. So in verse 18, Paul commanded this. He also describes three evidence of such filling to use to elevate ourselves as to whether we are indeed filled with the Spirit. This is what Paul says. The first evidence is given in verse 19, where we are told we will have songs in our hearts when we are filled with the Spirit. I'm going to go ahead and go there because I was reading it this morning. Amen. So I'm going to go over to, give me a, a second, Ephesians 5. I'm still in 5. Amen. But I'm, I'm going back up to uh, 8. Where we at? I'm going to go to 18 and 19. Amen. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to, uh, go over here. Where, do not and be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Overdo it. Drunk, drunk, drunk. Just drinking. Speaking, 19, speaking to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Making melody, melody in heart to the Lord. The second evidence is stated in verse 20. Amen. Amen. We're at 20. We're still in 5. Always giving thanks to God, the Father, for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, give thanks on everything. First of all, thank Him for waking you up. I mean, I'm talking about me in my right mind, clothed in my right mind. So I thank God for that, first of all, for just waking me up. Whether I had to go downstairs, check the door, use the restroom, thank you for waking me up just for that. Give thanks in everything. Everything. That's the second. When we are told we will display gratitude when we are right with God. The third evidence is in verse 21 when we are told that God will enable us to have a submissive spirit submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God. In the fear of God. Amen. Amen. Wow. This, this book here helps me out a lot to understand, uh, start understanding God much better, getting close, a better, 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 closer, closer relationship with him for myself, you know. Helping me at home with the girls. Because right now, like I said, we're starting to read <coughs> every morning because it has to start at home. It's no good nowhere else if you ain't starting at home showing your kids out there preaching and serving in church preaching and serving in your home is shot. And God is not in your home. There's something wrong with that picture. He has to be at home. He has to be right there with you at home, with you and your family. Amen. Submission. That's what he's talking about from the Bible. That's the Bible. Submission. That's a biblical authority, I'm telling you. Submission. Love. Biblical. Mm, it's good stuff. Obedience. <laughs> Obedience. 
God created the family. Mm -hmm. And his grand design for the family is beautiful indeed. Yes, it is. Beautiful. But it's so messed up because we're not following his instructions or his commands. His simple commands and instructions. Mm. I mean, it's beautiful. It can be beautiful. There's some good families out there. Some well-behaved families. Some Christians' families. I mean, they're out there. Amen. The family is to be a living illustration of a great spiritual reality. Not a story, not a friction, but a reality. The relationship between Christ and his church. That's it, that's it right there. We his family. We are God's family. Spiritual family. But this is what he wants done in the earthly family, see? There's some things that has to be done there. It begins there. Many people have difficult and unrewarding family relationships that are anything but beautiful. Now, I know it for a fact. I, I come up with so many families, it's, it's crazy. My mother used to think, always say, this is one of the worst families talking about us. But we used to tell our mother this, moms, we know all these people around here. We don't curse you out. We don't drink with you. We don't do this to you. We don't talk back to you. These families are drinking with their children, getting high with their children, partying with their children. We don't do that. We're not the worst family around here. We have to t let our mother know that. Well, some of us crazy, sure, but we wasn't, we wasn't not the worst family around here. Wow. This week we explained some of God's instructions on family relationship. If you will, we need the insight and truth that only he can provide. Because he, he's biblically. Everything that God telling us to do is coming from the word and not just from man. Wow. You got it so now that the kids call them 696 or, or divorcing their parents. <laughs> oh, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. Much of it is as at odds with the way the world looks at this subject. The instructions we are about to study apply to the Christian family, but the principles, amen, apply to all family. But the instructions, he said, he gave us some instructions. Let's go and read the instructions. I believe I just had it in Ephesians 5 also. Here we go, right here. But I just read it. It's instructions for Christians' household. Wives, submit yourself to your own husband as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now as the church submit to Christ, so, all, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husband, love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make it holy, cleansing, Mm, her by the washing with water through the world, not soap, this detergent, but through the world, and without stain or wrinkles or any other blemishes, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own body. He who loves his wife loves himself. Amen. After all, no one ever hated their own body. <laughs> But they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church. This is, I'm telling you, he feeds us. He cares for us. 
And look what we're doing. We're talking to the Christians. This goes for, the same goes for the Christian household. That's who we're talking to right now, the church. For we are members of his body, and we and we tear it up, tearing it down, destroying it. Because we're destroying our family because we're not teaching them what needs to be taught, which is Christ, which is Christ. Not how to sell dope, not how to kill, not how to lie and steal, but to serve Christ. That's what we should be teaching our children. Talking to the Christians. Mm. Wow, wow. That's, that's something. That's something to be said. That's something to be taught. That's something to be learned. Wow. We have to determine what God has said about the correct behavior and attitude of each family member. Everybody plays a part. The son, the daughter, the father, the mother. We all play a part in keeping the family together. Just like God is, Christ is keeping us together in the church. We have to keep our family together at the house. Everybody plays a part in the church. Everybody plays a part at home. Amen? We need to see that a family that does things according to God's wise design will have more satisfaction and blessing than those who do not. Oh, we got to listen to reason. He ain't going to tell you nothing that's wrong because he's right about everything he does. So how can he lead you wrong? Man will lead you wrong because he got his own set of rules. God got instructions. Man got rules. <laughs> well, to, and we need to see where we have been living and reacting badly in our family experience and to begin living God's way. It's much easier uh, to live God's way than to live my way or man's way. Even if you're a single dad today or a single mom, still got to live like Christ. We still need to live and follow some instructions of Christ. That's all. We still need to. So stop saying, I ain't going to church because of this and the other. Just say you ain't going to church. Don't come up with no excuse. Uh, every church is not the same. I promise you that. I wouldn't be sitting where I'm sitting if it was. So every church is not the same. Find somewhere where they're telling the truth, where they're living like Christ. Christian life, rather. The basic unit of humanity is the family. It should be the happiest, most loving, and most supportive environment possible. Family. But in this fallen world around us and in our own experiences, the family can be one of the most destructive, discouraging, and hateful of all environments. True, 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 true. My God, my God. Real truth. I done lived it. I have experienced it. Amen. And I know some of you have also. But it can be the happiest, most loving, and most supportive environment possible. We can make that happen through Christ. It can happen through Christ. It can be done. Loving on your family, it can be done. If you just follow his instructions, though. We see many families exemplifying humanity's spiritually depraved condition, acting out frustrations and selfishness. <laughs> uh, we as Christians should be the light of the world, of the family. This has tragic results that can affect 
generations after generations after the curse got to stop somewhere. I heard that saying also. The curse has to stop and Christ has to pick up. You got to pick up Christ. Get rid of the curse and pick up Christ. It'll work. Been there. Things that I'm talking about today now, from God's Word, I have lived it. I have been there. I've experienced a great deal in the family. Many, many deaths, which is happening right now as I speak to you. I can't even make it to all these funerals that's going on right now. There's no way possible that I can make all these funerals. And I'm not going to stress myself out in the name of Jesus. I'm just going to continue to pray and read the Word because it becomes overwhelming. It becomes too much. People say, why are you in there? I'm there in spirit. I can't be all in places. I'm not God. So I pray for you today. There's one going on at 1030. There's one went on yesterday. There's two going on today. My God, come on. Hallelujah. So the family is falling apart as we speak. Huh? Broken. Devastated. Only because we need to come to Christ. Now we're going to die just according to how you're going to die. Don't die in sin. This is, this is devastating right now. Satan, I said, Satan, the enemy of God and our souls, delights to wreak havoc in the family. It's what he does. This is what he's doing. This is what he does. And he's going to continue to do it until his time comes to an end. But see, we allow Satan in. Only way we can get in because we allow him in. Allow Christ into your life. Open the door for Christ. He said, knock. And the door went open. Ask, and you will receive. Seek, and you shall find me. Just open the door and let me in. Like we open up the door and let Satan in. We quick to let him in. And he come in and wreak havoc. But God has the remedy for all of the problems and evil Satan seeks to, to inflict. Wow. Mm -mm -mm. So we're going to look at a few principles that God prescribed for healing our family. A huh? few principles. just want y'all to hear this now. Because it is good. It is great. It is God speaking. God, number one, we got four. And they're they powerful. God's relationship instructions to Christians in general. Does he keep talking about Y'all better hear God in general. Ephesians 5 and 21. The submission enjoined here is not an adjective slavery to anyone, but an attitude of humility and love. Submission, humility, and love. Humble yourself. Submit yourself to one to another. Huh? Humble, you got to humble yourself. It ain't about, I ain't finna do this, and he a man, I'm a man, she a woman, I ain't doing that because this and that, I'm the oldest. No, it's about submitting yourself one to another in love. That's what it's about. Helping one another, loving one another, talking to one another, listening to one another. Submit yourself to one another. It's real simple, but we make things complicated. We take the world and just, the word and just tear it apart. I ain't submit myself to no man. or no. You got to hear yourself what you're saying. This is in the word. <laughs> the context is verse 1 and following. We have been instructed to walk in love and in the light of God's word. We have been talking to the Christian. 
instructed to walk in love and in the light of God's word we have, the Christians. We are not we are not to lord it over anyone because of our position. Did you hear that? Just because you're an apostle, just because I'm an elder, just because you're a pastor, or just because you're a supervisor, or just because you're a father, just because you're a whatever. We are not to lord it over anyone because of our position or gender, whether you're a man or a woman, or other human considerations, or any other human consideration. We are to speak to one, excuse, to one another in spirit of thankfulness and praise to the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. This will result in the right spirit. So when you're speaking in love, you're speaking in the right spirit and attitude throughout the body of Christ to Christians. I shouldn't have to walk in my church and you got a mean face looking at me up and down, or any church for that matter, or any Christian home for that matter. And I have experienced that also. Our church would be of all that it should be if we honor this instruction. <laughs> I love that. Our church would be all that it should be if we honor this instruction, God's instruction. We honor Father His instructions. This is the basis for what a true family should be. Mm. The right spirit and the attitude throughout the body of Christ. The teaching here is rooted in the fear of God. That does not mean a crippling terror, but the reverence, respect, and all that are due to the Lord. Everything is to glorify Him. Huh? We are here to build up His kingdom, but we can't because our kingdom is, is uh, our house is not in order. <laughs> the church is not in order. Our hearts is not in order. Having such a spirit serves to minimize <clears throat> the egotism and self, and self, it says, aggrandizement that are destructive, meaning thinking only about yourself or promoting yourself. See, it's a lot of pastors doing that. They promoting themselves, only thinking about themselves and not their congregation. It's true. Self-promoting. I tell you, the, the, what they showed me this morning, the pastor come out, uh, they called him out, and he come out on the street music. A girl went to church instead of going to the club, but when she got to the church, it was the same thing, street music. They're in there praising worship in the church to the street music. Passing them coming out on the street. Come on, my God. Hallelujah. That's bad. Church. <laughs> he kicking it. Then he started preaching. Wow. The fear of the Lord. See, he don't fear the Lord. I said the fear of the Lord starts to remember that he is your creator and that you have to answer to him for your life and action. Humility is knowing who you are and who you are not. That was good. Humility is knowing who you are and who you are not. It may sound uh, simple, but you are not the center of the universe. <laughs> God is, but you are not a child of, you are, <clears throat> you are but a child of his. So these preachers and these pastors and these wannabes <clears throat> making themselves the center of the universe. Make the, what people are thinking that. But God is the creator. So be careful out there who you connect with, who you sit with. <laughs> Man. Number two, God's special instruction to the wife. 
Ephesians 5, 22-24. That was just God's relationship to the Christians in general. That was in general. But now this to the wife. Some women briscoe at these verses. They don't like these verses. Some of them submit yourself to your husband. See, their husband they got them thinking that you bow down to me. Huh? You my I put my feet on top of you. You do what I say. You sleep when I tell you to sleep. You eat when I tell you to eat. You talk when I tell you to talk. That's what they got these women thinking, the wise rather. But they are to be taken in context and understood in the light of the instruction to husbands that follow. If both husband and wife are submitted to the Lordship of Christ, submission to her godly husband should be no hardship for a wife. If they, if both husband and wife are submitted to the Lordship of Christ. Mm. But if she listens to the world, see this what happened. <clears throat> if she listens to the world, this is what she's going to get. Demanding, demeaning her independence of that or that her husband submit to her. That is where the strife and conflict arise. The family and the marriage would be hopelessness under the proper condition. Verse 23 says, A husband is the head of his wife, just as Christ is the head of his church. It also says that Christ is the savior of his body, the church. Some churches look to someone other than Christ, they do, for salvation and hardship. And the results are it's a disaster. If we don't look to Christ for our help, that's it. It ain't going to be pretty. The principle to follow is that we obey God and leave the consequences to him. Number three. God's special instruction to the husband and father. Ephesians 5, 25 through 33. If you get a chance, please read. Husbands have a longer and more detailed passage. Self-sacrificing love, self-sacrificing love and giving is the focus. Sacrificing love and giving. Following the way Christ and nurtures, Christ loves and nurtures the church. <clears throat> a wife is to be held in high esteem, nurtured, and encouraged in every possible task. A husband is to cherish his wife and foster her spiritual growth and fulfillment. He would be the first and most gratified beneficiary of this effort. He got to show her the way, show her Christ's way. That's what he should be doing. As he followed Christ, his wife should be following him. Submit yourself to, the, to your husband that way. If you do that, everything else going to follow. Everything else. The most sufficient aspect of a husband's responsibility towards his wife is growing together in unity. Once you get married, don't forget you become as one. Same thing in Christ. Coming together in unity as one. A Christian marriage is to become a living illustration of Christ and his church. Same with Christ and the church. It should be the husband and wife the same way. Wow. And the church's reverence and love for him. <clears throat> Excuse me. If this principle is not in evidence in our churches and in our marriages, the whole testimony to the reality of Christian's life becomes suspect in the eyes of the world. That's why they see us so messed up. You see these husbands divorcing their wife and messing with everybody else in the church. That ain't the way the church supposed to be read. I know somebody not running a church. His wife going on, but he's still running the church. Not to be running around with other people's. 
of the women or boys. Come on, somebody. They think Christians, Christianity make no difference in our life. If the church failed, we failed them. We failed the system also. Huh? If we fail, the church failed, the husband and wife failed, we failed the, the, uh, the church also. God's special instruction to the children. Hallelujah. <laughs> wow. Ephesians 6, 1 through 4. Family harmony and love will result from following the Lord's instructions for the relationship of husband and wife. This will have a tremendously positive effect on the children. If the husband and wife is doing what they need to do for Christ, children's going to fall in. It's going to take an impact on them. Children are instructed to obey and honor their parents. That is the right thing to do. They should need no other reason, but they are given two, thank you, Lord, two reasons that they may have a good life, and also that it may be a long life. It's saying your days may be longer. Someone has said that rebellious children can expect a short and miserable life. We have all been rebellious children, and the results in their troubled lives, and sometimes even their tragic deaths. So many tragic deaths. So many deaths is going on. Come on. When we walk God's way, we can expect his blessing even if we do not see it immediately. When we rebel, we can expect sooner or later to reap the negative results of our rebellion. You reap what you sow. The loving Christian family walking in the light of God's word is blessed and nurtured by God. So concluding the lesson, family relationships that are wonderful and blessed are possible when we do it God's way. Real simple. As each member of the family obeys the Lord, a family relationship that is a testimony to God's grace and love through Christ will unfold and bless all who deserves it, observes it. Follow God's instructions. We're going to go through these practical points. So if you're listening, again, this is uh, I am Elder Shaw Wagner here on I Am My Sister's Keeper and Happy Host International Radio. Again, I will be going back on at 11, starting at the end of this month. <clears throat> and I will be returning to the first, here we go, it's almost like my first love, really, God's Fire. And I also have the page, if you will, if you um, uh, go on there and like God's Fire, that would be nice. Again, I'll be back from 11 to 12, starting at the end of this month. Amen. So let's do the practical points if we're going to get on out of here. Submitting to another Christian demonstrates Christ-like Humility. <clears throat> Excuse me. Two, when we surrender to the Lord, we trust Him to make the right decision for us when we surrender to the Lord. He's going to make everything right because He's right. He's not alive. We are. Three, Christ's love for the church means He has a personal interest in every believer. That's in Christ. That's in the church. That is a Christian. That is a. Hmm. Four, unity in marriage, as in a Christian life, glorifies God. He loves it when the family comes together. Family that prays together, stays together. They come together in Christ. Follow his instruction. Four, unity in marriage, as in Christian life, glorifies God. Five, 
Obeying parents help children understand how they should follow God. If your parents is following God and they're teaching you to follow God, then follow it. There's something right about that. There's something good about that. That's real right. <laughs> and six, a parent's love for a child should reflect Christ's love for his church. Wow, that is just so awesome. I want to thank you right now for listening, for being here <clears throat> on this glorious morning. This is East Cleveland. It is very nice outside. Pretty good weather. Um, pretty good weather, you know. Like I said, if, if you're in Christ, stay in Christ. Mm -hmm. If you're following your parents, keep following your parents if they're following Christ. If you're following Christ, just keep following Christ. It can't do nothing but get better. Even when it's bad, it's good. Thank y'all again. I am Elder Cheryl here on Heavenly Host International Radio. I'm my sister's keeper. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.